Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you who are joining us by television, those of you joining us at airjesus.com. Certainly delighted to have you join in and tune in with us today. Um, Stay tuned with us today. I want to just talk primarily about Jesus. You know, sometimes we as Christians, we talk about everything else but him. But he is the reason that we are able to serve God in liberty and have life and have this wonderful uh, grace and privilege to be called children of God. And so we are uh, just want to study some attributes of of God that are manifested through Christ Jesus. If you will, open your Bibles, if you will, to the book of Titus. The book of Titus. The book of Titus is a very tiny book um, near the back of your Bible. It's basically one page, about three chapters long. You'll find it there right before the book of Hebrews, uh, a book or two right before Hebrews. You run into a small book, a couple of pages, the book of Titus, the book of Titus, the book of Titus. And let's read chapter 2, Titus chapter 2. In fact, we'll read a verse of, uh, 2 out of Titus chapter 2. We also read a few verses out of uh, Titus chapter 3. So put your finger there in Titus chapter 2 and also Titus chapter 3. Let's read verse 11, Titus chapter 2 and verse 11. Let's read that together in unison. Titus 2 verse 11. Ready? Read. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Read that again. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. And also chapter 3, chapter 3, the next chapter over, chapter 3. Let's read verses 4 through 6. Verses 4 through 6. Ready, let's read together in unison. But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy. He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And I want to talk uh, just from the subject of three words there that we find in Titus 2.11, and we also find in Titus chapter 3 and verse 4. And those three words that, that jump out of those verses are simply grace, Kindness and love. Grace, kindness, and love. And it's it's very interesting because Jesus did not come to this earth merely as a man. But Jesus was literally, he was literally the grace of God. Jesus was literally the kindness of God. Jesus was literally the love of God. 
And I love the way Titus portrays it. He, he, he doesn't call Jesus by name. He simply calls him by those attributes. He says the, in, in, in Titus 2.11, you see, he said the grace of God appeared. It showed up. So grace took on a bodily form. Grace took on a bodily human form and showed up with two legs and walked this earth. And then in uh, the next chapter, chapter 3, it says kindness and the love of God appeared. So now kindness takes on a set of legs and the love of God takes on a set of legs. And they all are attributes of God that now have physical manifestation in the person of Christ. He was not merely a man as he walked the earth. He was the grace of God. He was and is the grace of God. The grace of God visited us here. Then the kindness of God visited us here. And the love of God visited us here on this earth, personified, embodied in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. I just love the way he says that they appeared, they showed up. In physical form, no one had ever seen a close-up of the grace of God. No one had ever seen a, a close-up of the kindness of God. No one had ever seen a close-up of the loveness of the love of God. And all of a sudden, these things appeared. All three in one. When Jesus hit the earth, grace appeared. Love appeared. Kindness appeared. All appeared in Christ Jesus our Lord. Embodied and personified. They took on a living, moving, breathing being and walked the earth. What an exciting, exciting I just love the way Titus, I had never, you know, never had really paid that attention and the Holy Spirit just sort of edged me to look at, look at that. Grace appeared. What did it look like? I tell you what it looked like. It was the grace of Almighty God in the face of Jesus. Kindness appeared. Love appeared. What did it look like? God is love. So he just simply showed up in the purest form of his love. There was a, a man I heard. He had a vision where he actually went to heaven. And he said he had, a, he had an encounter where he actually came face to face with Jesus in heaven. And this, he was really having an open trance. He was, he was awake, but yet not awake. He was sort of caught between, um, you know, being fully alert and, and sleep. So he was sort of in a trance. And he said in this trance, he was taken to heaven in this trance, and he, he, when he was in heaven, he came face to face with, with Jesus. And he said the most noticeable thing he noticed about Jesus, he said when he looked in his eyes, and this is how he described it, he said his, his eyes were like great pools of love. It just looked, they were like endless pools of love just oozing out of his eyes. Folks, the love of God, the grace of God, the kindness of God appeared embodied in Christ Jesus. And honestly, those um, 
attributes of God, the love of God, the grace of God, the kindness of God, they actually, in, in their totalness, they embody other um, attributes of God. They, they embody the mercy of God. That's in there, the mercy of God, the compassion of God, the graciousness of God, the goodness of God, the loving kindness of God. Folks, aren't you glad the grace of God showed up? Aren't you happy the love of God showed up? Aren't you happy the kindness of God showed up on our behalf? He showed up. God loved us so much. Let me, let me read something in, in, a, in a verse. We may look at it later, but this is in the Amplified of another verse in Ephesians. But listen to this. It says, but God so rich, he Is he in mercy? But God, so rich is he in mercy because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us. He, in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love With which he loved us, he came down on earth. He couldn't hold back. His love was too wonderful. It was too intense. It was too strong. He couldn't hold back. And so love literally came down on earth. And we ought to celebrate that love every day of our lives. This is something I practice in my own prayer time every day. I always begin my prayer time not moaning not groaning, not complaining, not griping, but I always begin my prayer time in awe of the love that God has toward me. That just, you know, this love will really, I mean, honestly, it will, you know, the Bible literally says, well, figuratively it says this, that this love, if you really get your mind around it, will blow your mind. Now, it doesn't literally say that. Figuratively, it says. <laughs> now, what it says, what it says, what it says literally, he says that um, Paul says, he says, he said, I, he said, man, he said, I pray. He said, I pray that you all would come to know the love of Christ in all of his wonder, in all of his dimension, the height, the depth, the width of it. And he said, to know this love which passes knowledge. In other words, it would really blow your mind. You can't know it fully. It's too great for your mind. But he said, if, if only you all can wrap your mind around this love that Christ has for you, how much he loves us. So God loves us so much. So every morning when I enter into my prayer time, that's always the first thought on my mind. It's how much he loves me and I, I bask in that love and I, I praise him for that love and I relish myself in that love that he loves me so much that he, love came down here so that I might be able to be in his family and I might be saved from death and sin and, and destruction and hell and all of these things and that I might be a child of God. Love provoked him. He couldn't take it any longer. Love himself came down. Love himself came down and loved us. And, and I just love the way Titus puts it. And notice he says, and love appeared. Just showed up. There's love. 
There's grace. There's the kindness of God. All embodied and personified in the person of Christ. And so always take time thanking God for his love, his loving kindness. And I, I, I always apply. I like to totally um, equip myself. So I always apply all the scriptures concerning um, God's loving kindness and his mercies. And, and so I always say, God, I thank you that you crown me with loving kindness and tender mercy. That's from Psalms 103. And then I say, Lord, I thank you for surrounding me with favor as a shield. That's from Psalms, I think, chapter 5. And then I always say, Lord, I thank you that goodness and mercy are following me. Psalms 23. And then I say, Lord, I thank you that your blessings are chasing me to overtake me. Deuteronomy. And so I always, I like to fully equip myself and just relish and celebrate the love of God, his loving kindness, his graciousness, his goodness, his favor. And I always spend time reminding myself, celebrating each and every day, not waiting for one particular time of the year to do that, but no, every day I'm excited, I'm motivated by that love that he came down here for me. And that he loves me, the grace of God, the kindness of God, and the love of God showed up just for me. Turn to your neighbor and say, the grace of God, the kindness of God, the love of God showed up on earth just for you. That's an awesome thought. It appeared. It appeared. Turn over, if you will, um, to first, first John, first John, first John, I begin to just... Uh, do a rabbit trail through the Bible, taking a look at this, and it's, it's a very interesting study. But First John, chapter one. First John, chapter one. This is uh, right at the end of your Bible. There, you see Revelation. Just flip back a few couple of books. You'd be right at First, Second, and Third John. But First John, First John, First John, chapter one, talking about the love of God, and the, the kindness of God, and the grace of God that appeared, as Titus put it, and um, these writers here, John and the other disciples here, they talk about their experience with it. They talk about their experience in verse one. They say, you know, they, they said, man, we have seen it with our very eyes. The grace of God. And they were and you can tell by the way it's written. They were really excited about it. That grace has embodied itself in a person. The very grace of God, the very love of God is here. The very kindness of God has embodied itself in a person. And it says, we have seen it. We've seen grace. We've seen the grace of God. We've seen the love of God. Then it says, we've handled it. We literally touched it. We came into contact with it. It was an awesome thing. They realized, they understood that this was not merely a man, that this was the grace of Almighty God showing up on earth. The love of Almighty God, the kindness of Almighty God. And they said, we came into contact with it. We have come into contact with it. It has changed our lives. And if you look there... Notice they, they said in verse 1, I just love the excitement. They said, man, that which was from the beginning, the one who created everything, 
It was made by him and made for him. It is he we have bumped into. God himself. God himself. We've bumped into him. And, they, and they, they're trying to describe it as best that you can tell they're trying to just hold on to their belts while they explain this and describe it. But he said, man, we have that which was from the beginning, the one who made us. We've, we've handled him. We've touched him. We've heard it with our own ears. We've seen him with our own eyes. We've handled the word of life. Notice verse 2. For the life was manifested. What life? He's talking about the very life of God, the nature of God, the love, the grace, the kindness, the mercy, the compassion. All of those things manifested on earth. And he said, we've manifested. The life itself was manifested. We've seen it and bear witness. And we show it to you. Which was with the Father. It was manifested unto us. And he says, that which we have seen and heard, we want you all to come and get in on it. He is still available. He wants a personal, intimate relationship with you. You can fellowship with him just as we did. Man, I'm about to leave my shoes up here. <laughs> Woo, glory. <laughs> I'm about to leave my shoes. That's exciting. Oh, man. That's exciting. We can now touch him, folks. We can experience. We can experience his life. We can experience his grace. We can experience his love. You can talk to him every day. You can walk with him every day. You can worship him. You can fellowship with him. You're touching the grace of Almighty God. You're touching the love of Almighty God. You're touching the kindness of Almighty God. You can experience it every day. Every day. And that's why they were so excited. They were trying to describe it and say, not only have we handled and touched and seen and heard him, but you all can join in our fellowship with him. He's made himself available. And this is why God came. He came to earth. He came to earth. He couldn't take it. He sat, he sat in heaven as long as he could. He couldn't take it. He could not take Love drove him here. Love drove him here. Love drove. The Bible says that God was personally present. In Christ Jesus, restoring the world of favor with himself. God himself came down and dwelt among us. I love John chapter 1 talks about it. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And then it says the word was God. Verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He lived among us. God wanted to. I don't believe it was a labor I don't believe it was a chore. I believe God wanted to come down. He wanted to come down to touch us. He wanted to come down to live among us. He wanted to show and, and clearly manifest the love of Almighty God, his love nature. He is love. He is love. He is love. He is grace. He is kindness. That's who he is. That's who he is. And so... Um, Grace, kindness, and love. Grace, kindness, and love. They watched the grace of God as Jesus walked and told individuals, your sins are forgiven you. That was the grace of God. The grace of God. Jesus said, 
who condemns you? The woman said, no one. He said, neither do I condemn you. Your sins are forgiven you. Go and sin no more. The grace of God, they saw. That's why Titus said the grace of God has appeared. They saw the grace of God clearly manifested. The grace of God. The grace of God. They saw the kindness. They saw the kindness of God. Jesus would not turn anyone away. He wouldn't turn anyone away. Several times throughout scripture, the Bible says, and Jesus healed them all. He wouldn't turn anyone away. He wouldn't turn anyone away. His disciples came to him and they said, Lord, it's getting late and uh, people are hungry. Should we send them away so they eat? No, Jesus said, you feed them. He said, no, we're going to feed them. The grace of God, the kindness, the kindness of God. He was so kind. One man came to him. He said, Lord, he says, if thou art willing, you can heal me. Jesus simply said, I am willing. Be healed. The kindness of God. He was so kind. One man, the, uh, one of the uh, centurions came and said, Jesus, my servant is at home. Another one came and said, Lord, my daughter is at home. Both of them were deathly ill. Jesus said, I'll go with you. Lead the way. Jesus was, he was always ready. Always the kindness of God. They saw, that's what Titus said. The kindness of God appeared. The grace of God appeared. The love of God appeared. They saw Jesus He wept when Lazarus died. Jesus wept. The love of God. The love of God. They saw the love of God. They saw him when he said uh, that God loves you so much, the very hairs of your head are numbered. They encountered the love of God. They saw the God of all the universe hang on a cross and die for the punishment of their sins. They encountered the love of God. Folks, I want you to just uh, embody these three things because Jesus has come and he now lives in us. And so now the grace, the kindness, and the love of God touches the world through us each and every day. Grace, kindness, and love. Grace, kindness, and love. I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, message number 7407 in its entirety. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because brother, you need the word. This ends message number 7406 by C. Elijah Bronner. To send this message number 7406 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7406. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.